How are we doing? That was great, wasn't it? Yeah, very cool. Hey, uh, just out of interest, my name's Dean and uh, I'm a pastor here at uh, Lane Park Church. So how we're, tonight we're running our Christmas Eve service, but we're also, um, as part of the whole package, we're doing Shine, what we call Shine uh, Lights of uh, Lane Park Church or Christmas Lights of Lane Park Church, where we, it's just an excuse to make up some cool decorations and just have a good time together. So how many here have come because of Shine? You saw it advertised or something and you've come because you thought it would be great to bring the family to and and kids to and whatnot. I see that hand, Chris. Very good, thank you. That's good. That's good. Thank you for that. So it's great to see you here. So after church, we've got um, some lights out um, in the Kauri room that we'll open up. Uh, if you give us a couple of minutes after we finish tonight. And then there's, out in the cafe, uh, there's going to be the after party, I guess you'd say. Hot chocolates and food and hanging out, just chilling. That whole thing is just about chilling. So Christmas for me, uh, since I was born, has always been a special, special time in my life. I can remember uh, every, pretty much every single Christmas, I guess you probably all can, uh, it's probably not that unique, but I mean, in my family, I was a child of uh, one of 11 kids. Yes, I hear that groan. My mother was a brave woman, pregnant most of her life probably, and uh, you know, and relieved to get it all over and done with by the end, I guess. Uh, but Christmas time and Easter time and primarily Christmas time was a big time in our house because our family were very close and everyone, well, for a while till the alcohol flowed and then they weren't so close, but uh, they would get together and uh, they all had little families. And because of our age range, I was the youngest boy, the second to youngest child. And so our oldest brother, Brian, uh, he was, I think when I was born, he was about 21 years old. So he had just got married and started, uh, They, he was married, and they started working on producing the family of their own. And her name was Tina, and Tina and I are the same age. So my niece is the same age as I am. And so growing up, all... It was like this big party at our house. You know, the, the whanau would come together and, and all these nephews and nieces, which were more to me like brothers and sisters because we were all similar ages. And uh, some were called Dean. And so I used to be called Big Dean. And then there was Little Dean. And, you know, it was a crazy kind of scenario. But Christmas was a special time for me. But we weren't a church family. We were an unchurched family. And so we would come together, and, and uh, as many families in New Zealand, the alcohol would flow, and, and then the, uh, the, the uh, you know, people would start getting a bit tipsy, and then the arguments would start, and, and, and then it would kind of go downhill from there. So I remember these great times, but then I remember these rapidly declining times as chaos occurred, and sometimes police occurred. Uh, arrived and I guess neighbours rang them for some sanity because our family was so noisy. But when I was about just coming up to 16, I was 15, coming up to 16, I learned about Jesus. And as a result, I investigated God and I spent time and I gave my life to God and made a decision many years ago to put God first in my life. And it's a decision, the best decision, if I have ever in my life made a decision that was the best decision in my life, that was the day. 
that was the day. I would never, uh, never change it with any other decision that I've made. It was the uh, one of the clearest moments of my life. One of the, and it was, and I think it was just the Holy Spirit. God's Holy Spirit had been journeying with me and removing uh, blind spots in my life and making himself aware. The Bible says that we can't come to God unless he draws us. And the Holy Spirit had been working on me for quite some time. I think for since I was a little kid, I think he'd been slowly drawing me and uh, I came to know him. But I've come to love God deeper. And the further on I go into God, he doesn't become stale or old, he becomes more fresh, and my relationship with him becomes so much deeper and richer. And it's just like my my darling Gina, who I married at the age of 21. Our marriage today is better than it's ever been. It's like a good wine; it only ever gets better. And it's it's easy to say that kind of thing, and not really mean it. But I I honestly mean it. She knows me better than any other person on planet Earth. And I think, well, hopefully, I know her better than any other person on planet Earth. I hope. I think. No, I just mean, you know, guys are terrible at what's the color of my eyes. Oh, I don't know. You know, what color's my toothbrush? Oh, I don't know. You know, yeah. You know, I'd fail on that kind of test for sure. But, uh, but it only ever gets better. And I found the same thing in my relationship with God that in God... The longer I journey with him, it's only got sweeter and sweeter and sweeter and better as I've come to know his ways and he has journeyed with me and revealed more of himself to me. And so we come to Christmas and I was thinking about Jesus. I mean, this is the reason why we're here. We are here to uh, celebrate and it's not the exact day, it's not the exact time, but it's a time that we've set in time where we, where we recognize and we say this day we're dedicating as a special day that we set aside and we say Jesus came to this earth and it was something incredible. And so we have a nice little bassinet at the back. I don't know if you can see, but nice little curtain that's like, that's like angel clouds or something and a nice light and that, you know. Gina did a nice job on that. And... Uh, we were here till about 10.30 last week doing it. But when we talk about Jesus, I was thinking about Jesus because that's why we're here. And there's this part in the Bible in John where it talks about in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God and all things were made through Him and without Him nothing was made that was made. And then it goes on to talk about describing Jesus as two things. One, life. Well, firstly, light, and then the second thing, life. And I want to talk about that because light and life. Jesus came into this world to bring us light. And so I was 15, 16 years old, and I walked in darkness. As I said, the Holy Spirit removed scales from my life. You know, I couldn't see the spiritual context of what was happening around my world. But God came into my world and he enlightened it. And as I became more interested in him and more open to the fact that there could possibly be a God, maybe, I don't know. But, but 
I just entertained the idea. He actually started to illuminate stuff around me and bring people into my path who started to tell me about things about how God operated, how God, uh, you know, how they journeyed in God and, and tell me about things that had happened uh, in their lives and how God journeyed with them through it. And I started to think, wow, I thought God was this religious guy who just hung out in old churches. I didn't know he actually did life with people. I didn't know he actually journeyed with people. And when people had a problem, they could actually talk to him about it. And if they lost something, they, you know, or, or they needed an answer, they could actually ask and, and, and God might assist. Now, I'm not saying God's a, a genie. God's not a magic potion and a thing that we got a problem and, and God just wishes it all away and we don't have troubles. The Bible says that every believer in God has troubles and will have troubles, but that God will journey with them through it. So it's not about we're going to live this trouble-free life. That's la-la land. doesn't happen. Not on planet Earth. Might on, might on another planet. Might in another world, might in another time, but not here. And so God started illuminating my world. And the more I just gave myself to him, the more he showed me what was happening around me. And then I came to a point where I couldn't deny God anymore. I couldn't ignore him. And so I gave my life to him and he actually started to give me life. I woke up straight after basically I'd given my life to him and I said, look, okay, I get it. I know you're real. I'll honor my agreement that I made with you and I'll give you my life. Um, And the next day, basically, I felt like there was this part in my world, this part in my heart that was there that wasn't there the, the day before. And I couldn't describe exactly what it was, but something was there that was missing the day before. And in talking to other people who uh, weren't, you know, who don't know about God, the way I've described it is it's like you've got a piece of chocolate cake and someone's cut a piece out of it, but you've, you've never been able to look in the mirror to know that you're actually missing a piece of, a piece of yourself. And then someone comes and, and puts it back and suddenly you go, wow, something's changed. I'm different. There's something happened in my life. There's, there's something I have now that I didn't have yesterday. And that is what it was. Years ago, I, I uh, didn't realize that I needed glasses. And, but I had the suspicion that something might be going wrong with my eyesight. I was in the police and, and we would do what was called a QVR, which is a, your query a vehicle registration. And so, uh, if I wasn't driving, I, w- I was on the radio and I'd say, and I'd, I'd pass the registration number back to comms and, and they'd give the information. And so I'd say to the driver, can you get a little bit closer? Not a problem, you know. But then it started, can you get closer? I still can't read it. Can you get closer? And look, we're like this far away, you know. And I can, see, I can see them looking at me like, are you nuts? Like, I'm practically sitting in the boot and you want me to get closer. So I... I started to suspect that something was wrong with my eyesight. And I picked up one day a pair of glasses uh, that Gina, Jenny used to. This is incredible. Jenny used to have glasses and then one day she didn't need them. That Her eyes were healed um, or they self-healed or something. We're not saying it's a miracle. 
You prayed. It's always spiritual, what Gina. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm a mere male. Anyway, I picked up her glasses and I looked out the window and there, outside, hanging from the trees were these things I hadn't even noticed for so long called leaves. I saw leaves on the trees in the distance. And when I looked at them, it's like, wow, trees have leaves. And then about that time, I realized I was as blind as a bat and I needed glasses. But before I had glasses and saw what 2020 vision should look like, I thought, I was, I thought my, sight, my sight was pretty good. But then something came along and it showed me that I was actually imperfect in my, in my sight. I was less than 2020. And so I got glasses and now all I've got to do is try and figure out how to read and look long, long distance. Uh, but I say that because life came into my world. I, something came into my life that I could not describe. And all I can tell you tonight is that it was God. God and His Holy Spirit came into my world. And since that moment, I have never been the same. I, it's still me. I didn't change the way I looked or, or my personality. God didn't put me through a washing machine or anything. But I, there was just something different about me. And that's what I want you to consider over Christmas. Is have you got God's life in your world? Is God fully in your world? Has he brought life into your world? Has he brought light into your world? Do you know that God is, exists? I can't deny God. I can never go away from God. There's been times where it's been hard to live for God. You know, I've gone through stuff that hasn't been easy, but I could never go away from God because He is. And I know for a fact that He is. Do you know for a fact that God is? Has He revealed Himself to you in that sense? Because if He hasn't, you can ask Him to do that. And I believe just as He was... Um, did it with me, he will do it with you too. Because I think God, God is like that. If the Bible says that if we search and seek God with all our heart, he will reveal himself to us. And so as we come to Christmas time, my encouragement to you is make sure that you have light in your world and life in your world. And if you don't, talk to God and bring it to God. And ask for Jesus to come into your world. And ask Jesus to come into your heart. And ask Jesus to turn it upside down. In a good way, not in a bad way. Because Jesus will turn you, if your world is messy, he will turn it upside down and make order come from it. Because it's what he does. That's what he lives for. That's why he came as a child. So that he could come into your life and journey with you. If you don't know God, if you don't know Jesus, this room is full of people that do. And all you need to do is ask someone around or come and ask us. And we are more than happy to have a conversation with you and chat to you about it. Sound good? Good. I'll leave it at that. How about I pray? Father, I pray for these amazing people here. These people uh, that you think are precious so precious that you gave your son as a sacrifice for. 
And I just pray that you'll speak to us all over Christmas, that we will come into a fresh relationship, whether we know you or whether we don't, or whether we know you really well. I just pray you'll bring us into a deeper relationship with you, that we would know you fully. Father, be with us. Give us safe journeys, a safe and wonderful Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen.